Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Is there more anxiety out there? Are people suffering from anxiety a little bit more? Do they get more anxiety attacks? What is anxiety? How do you know if normal anxiety is a problem? Can you help a friend or a loved one or a colleague with their anxiety if you think that they are a bit stressed and all that. I've been speaking about all of this with a self-health coach, Sinead Kelly. So Sinead, I might open by just my observation over the years would be that there seems to be more anxiety around and more panic attacks around than, than there were. Is that my imagination or is that a real thing? And if it is real, where is it from? Yeah, so first of all, anxiety is something that's normal. It's, it's something that we all experience uh, from time to time to various frequencies, various lengths of time and to various degrees. So it is a natural thing that we all experience. I think people have the terminology uh, more now would be my uh, feeling on it. And I do feel that people are more aware of and anxiety at the moment, yeah. So is it that we now have a word for something we didn't have a word for before or, or couldn't quite put our finger on what it was? That would be my, my thinking on it, yeah, absolutely. Right. And it's a, it's a physical response. So how does yeah. it happen? Yeah, so it, it is actually, it's characterized by feelings of tension, worry, thoughts, and physical changes. So changes like an increase in your blood pressure. So we think about it being in the mind, but it is actually something that physically is happening to us as well. Hmm. And what are the triggers for it? So there is various triggers. Usually people are feeling that things are very uncertain for them or that there's too much and that things feel too much for them. So that can vary from person to person. That could be things like moving house. It could be illness that they're personally experiencing or in their family. It could be a build-up of, um, of work that they have going on, a breakup, an argument. There can be so many different triggers. Um, but I suppose when somebody has no real obvious reason for it, that can be problematic. Yeah. You can't identify what exactly is causing their anxiety. Just yeah. take me as an individual. I, I, I'm generally quite laid back. Very little phases me most of the time. Other times then, 
the slightest thing and I'll lose it and then have to get it back together again. That's probably a fairly normal reaction. But do people have different thresholds for what sets them off? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And I suppose to to kind of say that anxiety is actually, it's there, it has a purpose. It's there for a reason. Okay. So it's helping us to either thrive or survive when we feel a threat. So when we think of threat, we think maybe physical danger, you know, there's a fire in the house. But actually, we may have that same feeling of threat when um, something feels wrong to us, like our, our values are being threatened. And so it's there for a reason. And usually in a healthy way, anxiety will go away once we respond to it. So once it's done its job. So an example of that might be you might have something, uh, PJ, that you have to do tomorrow that um, is, uh, you know, it might be like a presentation to your colleagues. And you might be kind of a little bit anxious about doing that but and you haven't prepared for it. And that anxiety will come up to tell you, I need to prepare for this because it's actually really important to me and I want to do a good job. So once you've dealt with it, it goes away. So that's that's in a kind of a healthier, normal, everyday way that anxiety can come up. Yeah, but there are times then, some people, that that would happen and they become unable to perform the task because of the anxiety which turns to panic. Absolutely. So anxiety can... uh, move into disorders then as well um, so that's beyond kind of what is considered normal everyday anxiety yeah now most people I suppose who suffer normal anxiety if that can use that term it would be about the things around them their work their home their family the well-being of those they love But I read of people getting very anxious and panicky, for example, about something over which they have no control, like the the war in Ukraine or something on the other side of the world, something that is is not going to, in in real life, land on their doorstep. That's that's worrisome. Absolutely. And when when we're having um, that type of anxiety, that can be very problematic and it's very important then to attend especially a GP who can look into that uh, and, and especially if it's impacting your day-to-day life or it's causing you distress, that's the time when you need to go to see your GP and determine if it even is anxiety because sometimes we think we're experiencing anxiety when actually there may be other medical reasons like um, hormone issues or cardiology issues. Yeah. You talk about hormone issues, um, focus on, on women for, for a moment. Um, for example, hormone changes around the time of a woman's period, can, can they affect anxiety? Absolutely, it can make it more heightened. Um, just like um, not getting enough sleep, you know, it, it reduces your ability to, to cope and that, that can be another way where anxiety might show up or we might be more prone to anxiety. Yeah. Um, when we don't get enough sleep, the same as times of our cycles, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't slept well. It's just a thing. I haven't slept well on a Sunday night for many, many years. And I notice if I'm going to have a, a waspish day, then it's likely to be a Monday because I haven't slept well on a Sunday night because I'm filled with thoughts of the, of the week ahead. Is that a form of anxiety? That absolutely can be a form of anxiety. So there's there's kind of three different 
symptoms that people can experience, behavioural feelings and physical. So difficulty getting to sleep, difficulty staying asleep, having nightmares can all be indicators that you may be experiencing anxiety. And in that case, I would always say that it's really important before you go to bed to write down what what are those thoughts that are buzzing around in your head. Get them out of your head and out mm. onto paper. That can be helpful. Or talking to somebody, okay. if it's a partner or a friend or someone. Yeah. yeah. Order your thoughts before you sleep and don't bring work to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have been known to do that, and it's probably something I should stop. At, at what point, uh, Sinead, does the normal, everyday anxieties and stresses that are part of being a human being in a busy world, at what point do they become a problem that we need to deal with? I, I mean, the main one is that it's impacting you on a day-to-day life, and that you're feeling distressed by uh, the, the anxiousness that you're feeling. That is the biggest indicator to go talk to your GP and if you're not sure if you're kind of wondering am I am I anxious or or not is it that bad because we kind of talk ourselves out of going to yeah. the GP I would say go to the GP and just have that conversation with them because that is the first place to go I would yeah. say. That in itself makes people anxious at the thought of if I go now and land this on Dr. Murphy's desk he'll tell me to cop on but he won't will he? Absolutely not, no. And GPs are well used to having this conversation with people. And and something that may help you to actually get to the GP is talking about it with someone else first. Yeah. Talking to a friend or or family, because actually not talking about these feelings that you're having can make it feel even more amplified. So it's really important to, to share how you're feeling try and get some context on it and interpret it rather than it all being inside your head that you're you're having these thoughts yeah. try and get them out and talk to people and and if we have a friend or a family member or a colleague who we feel is a bit over anxious at the moment should we approach them and say are you okay i don't think there there is anything wrong with asking somebody if they're okay um, I think sometimes if we press it too much and they're not really wanting to have that conversation, you're not going to get anywhere anyway. Mm. But but saying that you feel concerned about them, about whatever you've noticed, so may, maybe you've noticed that they're snapping at people, that they're more irritable than normal, so that would be a kind of a, a typical sign of feeling anxious. And saying that to them, look, I've noticed this, I'm concerned about you. Um, and and seeing how they respond to that, I mean, you can't push it too much. Hmm. Either. Yeah. Sinead, thank you very much for for being with me. It's a it's a complex area, and an area that I certainly think there's more of it out there than there used to be. So thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you, PJ. That's Sinead Kelly, uh, health self health coach uh, on anxiety. Corks ninety six FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.